You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked Odd Bulls, part of the Locked Odd Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports, and you can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Hit us up on that text to voicemail line, 331-979-1369. And that's what we're doing today. We're doing some voicemails, y'all. Today's episode is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill, the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions that you don't want, need, and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. Big Dave, uh, we got the weekend coming up. Hope to, by the way, see everybody, as many of you as possible, at our event for the Windy City Bulls game this Saturday, December 11th. The Bulls podcast, Palooza, moderated by our friend C-Red Fred, several other Bulls podcasters, including me and Big Dave. Big Dave, you looking forward to it, man? A couple days away. I am looking forward to it. I can't wait to see everybody. I think I'm going to wear something specifically for you, Matt, that you will that you will understand because you have seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And Ooh. I think I'm going to wear something that, that you'll get. Oh my god! <laughs> watch the show. I is think it, I think it, I might do that. Is is it a Tigers and Tukes outfit? <laughs> no, it has to be matching. If I'm gonna wear a Tigers and Tukes outfit, you I was gotta gonna have say because you better be bringing me my outfit that's Tigers <laughs> and Tukes so we can match. Exactly, exactly, man. But no, oh. it, it'll be if, if I do do it, I'm I'm still on the fence. Or but I might do that, and just for you though, it'll be just for you. All righty. Uh, well, uh, as we are recording this Thursday, we'll drop it for our Friday episode. We're recording Thursday uh, uh, midday, and we just got the word that the latest bull has entered health and safety protocols. Derek Jones Jr., <sighs> the latest to fall victim to a positive COVID-19 test, uh, or at least so we think as of right now, the bulls dropping like flies. People kind of wondering at what point does the league maybe start considering postponing games like they did last season. But mm. we need to cheer ourselves up because that's some yeah, that's, that's some crappy news. So what better yeah. way to cheer ourselves up, Dave, than by listening to and talking to the people? And that's why we're going to do some voicemails. Huzzah! Love it. <laughs> you no, know I love talking to the people, man. It's my favorite thing to do. I love hearing where they're at, what they have to say. So, yeah, let's get into it. All right. Kicking us off is Jacob calling from the 773. Hey, Matt, man. This is uh, Jacob. Uh, or hey. Hey, Matt and uh, Big Dave. This is uh, Jacob from the uh, 773. So, uh, look, man, long story short, I was in the hospital. So when I got out, I saw that uh, Patrick Williams was out for about the season with a, um, what was it, a ligament tear in his wrist. Now, look, I know, like, the main issue in the Bulls right now are the is the uh, power forward uh, position. But from what I was understanding, from what I was reading, Patrick Williams is doing a hell of a job playing defense as a power, as a power forward position. Combine that with his actual fucking um, 40% plus like shooting percentage. Do you not think he could be a viable uh, long-term uh, solution for a power forward of, um, position as a at least right now or, or for a long term? I mean, obviously, we need a fixed uh, short term, you know what I'm saying, to plug up the hole. But long term, do you think he, do you think he could be a solution? Uh, legitimate question. Hope to hear back from you guys. Uh, 
And now go Bulls. So yeah, bye. Uh, thanks for calling in, Jacob. And first, just you know, let us say, yeah, uh, glad to hear that that you're home from the hospital. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, and hopefully mm-hmm. you're doing okay, recovering from whatever it was that had you there. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and thank you for giving us a call. So yeah, uh, if you were not paying attention to the Bulls for the first twenty or so games of the season, you missed that. Um, but Jacob here, Big Dave, brings up a point that I think you and I both agree with, which is right now, especially after this Pacers, you know, report from earlier this week about Turner and Sabonis and all this, a lot of Bulls fans saying, can we and should we include Patrick Williams in a hypothetical pre-deadline trade to try to really bolster this roster and make a run right now? Because the NBA seems pretty open and the Bulls look pretty good. Um, I saw in Casey Johnson's mailbag that just dropped earlier this morning, that he said what you said the other day, which is, look, I don't, I don't think that AK and Eversley are ready already to give up on their first pick, a number four overall pick. And do I think that P-Dub could be this team starting four for the foreseeable future once he comes back from this injury? Yes, I do. What about you? Yeah, I do. Um, and first of all, it's, it's awesome when, you and guy like Casey Johnson are on the same page. Like right. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I still have high hopes for Patrick Williams and what I've seen. Um, just, just the in spurts of kind of what you saw, you know, he didn't have that preseason. You remember that summer, summer league, Matt, and when we saw him come out and just how different his, not, not only his game, but just mentally, like he, how he looked, he, he just was different. And he talked about how much basketball he was playing. Uh, during that offseason and how he only basically had a couple of days off uh, during that offseason. Uh, he was just preparing himself to play this whole 82. So a guy with that kind of mentality and mindset coming in who likes to play defense, who you know can be a, a scorer, um, who comes in like that and then he gets hurt, it sucks. <laughs> it really, really, really sucks. Water sucks. But... <laughs> But yeah, like guys who want to trade him and get rid of him after what you saw for one season, you got to relax on that. And the reason you got to relax on that, that's why I even like hypotheticals about this, Matt, because it's not going to happen. Like they're not going to let go of their first ever pick in his second year where it never even happened yet. He hasn't right. even had a second run at it. They're not going to just let him go. All right. Thanks for the coming. You know what I mean? Maybe down the line as things go on and they get a draft pick. You know, after they, you know, get some winning under their belt and they get one of those draft picks, they might make that decision, but not their first ever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they picked him for, to be a cornerstone of something for a reason, whether it's offense, defense, or be the leader of this team. They picked them to be a cornerstone of something. So they want to see if that comes to fruition. And I am with them 100%. Yeah. Look, and, uh, you know, I, I saw an interesting tweet from our pal Mark K the other day, uh, you know, in, in all of this talk uh, of Bulls fans who are in favor of or against giving up P-Dub and or Kobe White to get a big piece to make a run this season. And Mark K said, like, you know, it's a shame that Garpax brainwashed this fan base into overvaluing lottery picks and young talent that needs mm-hmm. developing because, mm-hmm. you know, whereas we may be high on what we believe to be Patrick Williams ceiling. A player who is in their prime right now, who you can bring to this squad and add to Zach, Demar, Vooch, all this talent, Lonzo, and and give you a real shot and make it a deep playoff run. Maybe even you know going to the conference finals. Maybe going to the finals right now is something that is more valuable than hoping that Patrick Williams becomes good 
you know, on, on a, you know, situation where he spends a, a, the first half, if not most of his career with the bull. I understand that. And I think Mark made a good point there. But again, I if the right trade pre- presented itself, I would be OK with putting Patrick Williams in a trade that made the Bulls legitimate title contenders. Now I would be okay with that. But what Casey pointed out and what I agree with is that you said it too. P-Dub is their baby, man. Their first pick with running a new organization, a number four overall pick. And I don't believe that they are ready to give up on him just yet. And I think that's the most important thing because they're the ones making this decision. Yeah, that's the bottom line of it, Matt. They, they're the ones making it. Yeah, if, they, if they're going to get somebody that, you know, is elite or something like that, like, you're telling me Anthony Davis will come here, but they got to give up Patrick Williams? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay, Anthony, Anthony Davis ain't elite anymore, but carry on. <laughs> but, yeah, but he's, he still gets that treatment. You know what I'm saying? Like, he might not be, but he still gets that treatment. Um, but, yeah, I'm talking about players like that, though. You know what I'm saying? If you're talking about I, – I think that's where they're looking at as far as if they want to make trade Patrick Williams. It won't be for Sabonis. It won't be for Miles Turner. You know what I'm saying? It won't be for guys yeah. like that. It, yeah. No, absolutely not. There, it has to be the cream of the crop. So if it's the cream of the crop and, – and the only reason it has to be cream of the crop because it's their child. It's their firstborn, and they really want to see it come to fruition. That's why they feel that way. So, yeah, just relax on Patrick Williams, man. Quit putting him in, in trade scenarios because he ain't going nowhere, all right? So he'll be here, and hopefully he be he's here for a long time because I do expect him to be awesome. All right. Uh, thanks again for the call, Jacob, and hope you continue uh, to, to feel better. Um, yeah, appreciate you calling in. Uh, Dave, we've got we've got a fun voicemail on deck. We've got we've mm-hmm. got a Bulls fan out in Denver that has a bone to pick with you, sir. Uh, Me? This, yeah, this should be fun. Before we get to that, okay. You got to tell our listeners about Truebill and how it can save them hundreds of dollars a year. Oh, who doesn't want to save $100 a year? Who don't want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to do that? Let me ask you a question. Do you know why these free trial renewal without your consent? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Because it's a scam, people. Scam. Don't let these greedy corporations pocket your paper. Download Truebill and take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app, y'all, that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want, you don't need, and you just simply forgot about because you are living a life on average. This is just on average, y'all. People save up to $720 a year. I think you can use that, don't you? But because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions. Click and one tap. And Truebill's concierge is there when you need to cancel unwanted subscriptions. They are right there. So you don't got to do nothing. All you got to do is get Truebill. So don't fall for them scams no more, y'all. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Locked On NBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash Locked On NBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com. Okay, moving on with our voicemails. Next up, we have Will in Denver. Who uh, who has who has some thoughts for our guy Dave here? Take a listen. Hey, this is Will from Denver, Colorado. Um, probably the other Will from Denver, Colorado, because I think I've heard some other 
some other dude named Will from Denver. So this is, uh, we'll call this uh, Will 2. All right, this is Will 2 from Denver. Um, I listen to you guys' podcast every day or every time there's a new episode, I listen to the entire podcast. Um, since Big Dave's arrival, it's been honestly hard to listen to, and it sucks because I really enjoy this podcast. I like I like Big Dave. I like I like Matt. You know, you guys are great. But like, when Big Dave starts like escalating and yelling, and he's like, I don't know, imitating the uh, Bulls fans. You know, it's kind of like. It's kind of childish, and it's kind of annoying to listen to. And again, like I hate, I hate saying this. I hate, but this is just some honest feedback, and I, I hope you guys listen to it and aren't like discouraged or like screw you. But it's tough, man. It's really tough because I really want to enjoy this podcast. Um, and I was thinking about it. I was listening to the Bulls Knicks podcast, and like I'm like, why is it that Big Dave drives me crazy? And I can't stand listening to him when he starts going off the rails. I'm just like, dude, shut up. Like, why? Why do I do that? And I think it's because he's like this guy at a party that's, like, trying to get all the attention. And it's just like, what are you doing? Like, just relax. Just speak normally. Have a normal emotion. Like, be be calm and collective, you know? Like, when I listen to a podcast, it's about – I'm kind of – I kind of feel like I'm at a party with a couple of guys. I'm just not really talking, right? It's like, if that was the guy talking, I would leave the conversation. Be like, I can't stand listening to this guy. <laughs> it's like, Big Dave, like, you already have my attention. I'm already listening to you. I'm already, you know, you already got it. You don't need to try to get my attention. That's that's kind of the vibe I get. It's like, this guy just needs attention, and it's annoying. Like, Big Dave, when you're calm... When you just have, like, these normal emotions and you're not laughing at nothing, which also is like, why are you laughing? It's like you're laughing because like, an insecurity or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it's really hard to listen to. And, like, when you're just calm and collective and just speaking normally, like a casual conversation about the bulls, which is all I want to hear, it's great. But the other stuff, like the imitations, the just – yelling for no reason and like your metaphors and it's like i don't know it just it just seems like uh, it just seems like you're trying to get uh well oh that's not oh no well, oh, well, yeah come on, well, baby. will one. will had such strong feelings about this that guess what he reached the three minute cutoff of our answering machine <laughs> tell me more tell uh, me more <laughs> thanks, thanks for calling in will and yeah look uh if we get people calling in with with uh you know, constructive criticism or, or, uh, or, or even a rant like this, we'll play it. Uh, you know, this, oh, yeah. this isn't just a self-congratulatory voicemail line. Um, look, let me just say this and then I'll give you the floor, big Dave. Oh, thank you. If, uh, <laughs> if there's anyone responsible for Dave finding this voice of his inner dumb guy, bulls fan, it's my fault. Because, Will, if you've been listening to this podcast for years back when it was me and Jordan, I've been doing that for years. Bulls fans who drive me crazy with their takes, I I, I have an impression of dumb Bulls fans, and it brings me joy. It's a release. It's a release. And it is a little sliver of hate in my heart that needs to get out sometimes. And everybody needs that. And 
after, you know, three years now of me and Big Dave spending a lot of time together, watching a lot of Bulls games together, talking Bulls a lot with each other, I think I have put some of that bile onto him, and that's not his fault. But now, not being the only guy in the room who has to occasionally bust out the dumb Bulls guy voice, I enjoy it and I appreciate it. With that, Big Dave, I will let you respond. Well, thank you, Matt. Allow me to retort. So thank you for this voicemail, though. I, I really did enjoy that. I, what I like is you, you're telling me that you like half of me. <laughs> and and that's, that's what I really enjoy about this. You're like, you know, I, I don't like that half of you. Just be this half, and then I'll like you more. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be myself, bro. You say I, like a child. Yeah. I, how many times have I said I am a six-year-old? Because I am. <laughs> I am a six-year-old, bro. And I've been six-year-old for a very, 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 very long time. I love to laugh. Matt knows this. I laugh at everything. Now, he, he, he will say that about my dumb Bulls guy voice. I've been doing it on Ball on Bulls for years. <laughs> like I've been doing the dumb Bulls guy voice for a very, very, very long time. And I'm glad I can do it here. Will I stop? Hell no. It will continue because Bulls fans say silly things and then it just pops out like, I don't know. You don't know that guy <laughs> there. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's going to pop out. That is going to happen. Now, the yelling, it's what I do. You know, that's kind of me. I'm not doing it for attention. Uh, that is my emotion. <laughs> and that's the thing about it. I think uh, the only thing I take uh, uh, exception with there's nothing phony about me, bro. Right. I don't put on no airs for nobody. Matt will attest to this. I don't give a damn. I am me 24 7, 24 7, 365. I'm me, bro. This is who I am. I yell. I, I get loud, especially when I'm talking about the Bulls. I make, I do the metaphors. I hold up CD covers. I laugh a lot. You know what I'm saying? I'm silly. I do voices. Like, it's just, that's just me. Like, I'm comfortable and I enjoy that. And I really do love it myself. So if you don't like it, that's cool. But what matters is I love it. <laughs> and that, that's why it will continue on. But something keeps bringing you back. So, and that's what I like. You keep coming back and you still keep listening. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's, it's you know, it's a struggle for you to, you know, be happy. But you enjoy the show. And I appreciate that, you know dealing with my foolishness and, and things like that um uh, but yeah that's me not an attention seeker I've, I've never been that person i i my friends will tell you that yeah. <laughs> i'm very 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 low-key person um but man at a party people like talking to me you should come walk hang out with me at a party one time man yeah you know that would be cool like you'll see it matt seen it you know what i'm saying like yeah i'm, I'm not that guy i'm not on tables you know what i'm saying no. yelling trying to be the center of conversation that's not my thing but bottom line of all this my friend Thank you for sending that. I'm not changing a damn thing. I'm going to keep being me, my man. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, as long as I've known you, Dave, whether you're at a one or a 10 with, with your mood, with your vibe, you know, when we're around each other and, and you're usually closer to 10 than to one, but wherever you are on yeah. that spectrum, it's 100% genuine. Nothing yeah. about you, whether you're talking about the bulls or anything else has ever been phony or about seeking attention. Um, uh, so, you know, maybe that's lost in translation when you're listening to a podcast, but will, if you ever hang out with this dude who is my co-host, uh, I promise you, you would change your mind about that. Um, and yes, I will firmly stand behind big Dave with his 
stance that he ain't changing a goddamn thing because he's a gem. Damn, who I am, bro. Who I am, man. But thank you for calling in, and hopefully you made it past the part of his retort where he went back into the Bulls fan voice. It, see, stuff like that, that just makes me want to do it the entire show. Oh, you don't like that? Okay, you don't like it? Well, guess what? There it is all day long for you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That brought me so much joy. Uh, but Okay, we've, we've, got, uh, we've got more uh, voicemails to get to uh, our next mm-hmm. caller reacting to the Bulls' glorious victory over the Nuggets. We'll get to that in a minute. But first, today's episode is brought to you by those delicious protein bars that taste like candy bars. That's right. Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Amazingly low in calorie, sugar, net carbs, and fat, but high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. So many flavors to choose from. Is it mint brownie? Is it raspberry? Is it cookies and cream? Peanut butter brownie? Plus, always be sure to check the top of Built Bar's website, Built.com, for those rotating limited-time special flavors. Right now, caramel macchiato. Who wouldn't Mm. want a protein bar with that flavor in it? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need this holiday season, whether you're shopping, dealing with family members that are driving you crazy. So keep (laughs) one in your jacket or or your purse, and and you never know when you're going to need it, and there it is for you. Hey, maybe you're friends with Santa Claus. Maybe you got an in with the guy at the North Pole. Well, tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in the stockings this year. So (laughs) many flavors, they make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Maybe you like some of those marshmallowy treats around the holidays. Well, then you need to get your hands on the Built Bar Puffs. Those are the ones that are light and fluffy and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good, you won't believe that they're filled with protein. So go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, that's Built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. (laughs) Guys, I know what you want to do. You want to spend some of that money that you save from True Bill. Now, I know you already spent some of it on some delicious built bars, but now you're like, I got a little left over. Game's coming up. It's Thursday night. Bears playing the Packers on Sunday. The Bulls are playing the Heat on Saturday. Oh my goodness. What do I do? Well, this is what you do you go to Bet Online because they got you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As that football season continues to march to the playoffs and the basketball season is in full swing and the bowl season is around the corner in college football. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new website, sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use that promo code LOCKED ON to receive that bonus. LOCKED ON. Basketball, football, hockey, boxing, UFC. Favorite Vegas casino games. Whatever you like, they got it. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest. Bet online is the easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Sports. All right, moving along. Our next voicemail comes to us from the 708, and they are feeling some good vibes after that win over Jokic and the Nuggets. Guys, I'm calling here in the fourth quarter of the Nuggets game, about 11 minutes remaining. And after this third quarter performance by Zach Levine, my joy runneth over. I 
just can't even express how impressed I am with how great this team has played together through adversity. It's not like we've been hit by COVID and it's been, you know, role players or like bench squad guys, no defense to them. Like we've lost like serious players that are contributing to our team to COVID as well as injury. And the simple fact that they're playing so hard and they don't give up, they got out to a slow start, they just battled back. It's just so refreshing as a Bulls fan, and it's incredible to, to watch on a nightly basis. The Bulls are, again, must-see TV, and I just give Zach his bag, man. Whatever he wants, pay that man, and let's let's see how far this thing can go. It's It's just a wonderful feeling to be a Bulls fan at this point. That's all. Thanks, guys. Great voicemail. Thanks for checking in. Um, I, I think Bulls fans just need to kind of remind themselves every once in a while um, of this kind of positive energy, Dave. Um, yeah. After everything that this fan base has been through since the Jimmy Butler trade, we know that we're shorthanded right now. We know we're going through it as we sit here recording Thursday afternoon with, you know, five players in health and safety protocols, Caruso nursing an injury, you know, all of this stuff is going on. We got Vooch dealing with, a, you know, a, a shooting slump. And the Bulls are still a half game out of first in the East. Like, you know, we we could talk about the, the best possible options for moves that the Bulls might want to make, adjustments they might want to tinker with their roster for the back half of a season and a first postseason run in a long time. But sometimes Bulls fans seem to get so worked up about that that minutia that they don't stop to just smell the flowers a little bit. Mm, I mean, that is so true, Matt. And I, first of all, I just love this man's calm demeanor in his voice, honestly. He was just cool, calm, and collected, but absolutely excited. I appreciated that. It feels good, guys. It's all right to experience that. It's all right to say, you know what? The Bulls are having a good season. I haven't seen this in a while. This is awesome. It's okay to like this team. You don't have to be thinking about trades all the time. You don't have to live and die on every single game all the time. Got to remember where we came from. Those four years were hell. <laughs> Nobody liked it. It sucked. It was terrible. But now, seeing the competency, seeing the IQ, watching all the great players. We've had more highlights, Matt, in these 20-something games than we had in those four years. And that's the truth. Honestly, there have been more highlights than, than it has been in the past four years. Think about that, y'all. That's a thing. Just be excited for this team, you know what I'm saying, and enjoy good basketball, man. We beat a Denver team that nobody thought that they were going to win. And that's what we kind of got to do now, right? We got to try to see if we can steal some wins. And, and just continue to move on because we know that it's going to get better. It's not going to get worse for the Bulls. It's going to get better. We're going through our trial and tribulation right now. Luckily, we're going through it this early, guys. Like, you don't want to go through this in March, okay? You don't want to go through this in April. Luckily, we're getting it out the way now. But, man, dude, watching this team just, just makes you feel good as a Bulls fan, Matt, and as a basketball fan. Here, here. Um, but – Speaking of some Bulls fans who might be enjoying these wins and this strong start of the season, but still worried about what happens in March and April, and if the Bulls uh -oh. have what it takes to make a run, our next call comes to us from the 217, who uh, is addressing these Pacers rumors that you and I were talking about the other day. Matt and Big Dave, huge fan here. Looking forward to your podcast every single day. 
uh, best part of the day. Uh, we all know that if the Bulls have one weakness, it's our front court depth. With the news that DeMontis Sabonis and Miles Turner are on the block and the Pacers are headed to a complete rebuild, who would be the preferred target in your eyes? And what would it take to get a deal done? Looking forward to your answer. See you guys. Appreciate the call. Thanks for checking in. Okay, so Big Dave, you and I spent the the bulk of our Wednesday episode this week talking mm-hmm. about Turner and Sabonis and a potential deal for the Bulls and whether or not it would exist. So mm-hmm. go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. We give a, a lot of thoughts there. But I wanted yeah. to address the the back part of, of his call of the what would it take to get a deal done because I wanted to add a little bit of context that I saw. And again, this goes back to what I saw in Casey Johnson's mailbag on Thursday morning, because he was, of course, addressing a a litany of questions from Bulls fans about this very subject. (laughs) And Bulls fans talking about, you know, can we include Patrick Williams? Can we include Kobe White? What are their trade values? Mm -hmm. Casey Johnson said, if the Bulls are to make some calls and gauge potential trades this uh, this upcoming deadline, whether it's with the Pacers for Sabonis or Turner or, or, or any other team where the Bulls might be trying to tinker with the roster a little bit. He said, from where he's sitting, the expiring deals of Derek Jones Jr. and Troy Brown Jr. and the Portland pick that we have coming our way from the Lowry sign-in trade would be what he sees as a more likely starting trade package not necessarily the Kobe and or Patrick Williams. So I was curious what you mm. thought about that. Not that Casey is like the one running the Bulls office and making the calls, right. but he's pretty plugged in. And so for Casey to say, eh, you know, if, if I'm if I'm the Bulls and I'm thinking trades, I'm thinking about those expiring deals because everybody loves expiring deals to clear their books. Yeah. And yeah. and, you know, the Portland pick is, is something that the Bulls do have at their disposal. Yeah, and Portland is not good right now, which you know, right. saying kind of bodes well. Which, 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 but that means you know that pick is lottery protected. If the, ah, if the Blazers head to the lottery, then that pick's not came, conveying to us in the twenty twenties. You draft. Come on, Blazers! You know, I've always been a fan. I've always <laughs> <laughs> things. But, things are uh, messy in Portland right now, man. Very from the top to the bottom, things are really truly messy uh, in Portland on and off the court. Um. Man, Casey Johnson is smart. That I never even thought of it that way. And hearing him say that, like an expiring deal, Derek Jones Jr., and throwing Troy Brown Jr. in with that pick, that's not a bad deal See, to get a guy like uh, Miles Turner or even a guy like Sabonis. Um, that, Matt, I would be willing to do, honestly. Like, I would be like, okay, yeah, I'd be willing to make that move because I, I know what I'm replacing Uh Derrick Jones Jr. with, who I truly like, by the way, who's been awesome for the Chicago Bulls. But I know what I'm replacing him with. And that is an upgrade. <laughs> like, that is a straight up and down upgrade. Those getting those, uh, one of those two guys uh, on the Bulls. Uh, and Matt intelligently talked me uh, more so into getting some bonus uh, than Turner uh, with the points that he made. Uh, please, once again, go check out that that show we just did talking about that because he broke it down really wonderfully. Um so, yeah, getting a guy like Sabonis in here and getting that, Matt, and maybe they could throw in one more thing uh, if necessary, if they want that, makes it look a little attractive because Kobe White makes it look attractive also, you know, with that rookie deal uh, that he has. Um, but, yeah, that makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense, man. You're sending, you know, expiring contracts and players who can actually contribute to a rebuild and a draft pick. 
to get rid of the guy you don't want anymore. Sounds sound. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So again, we'll continue to monitor the situation. We haven't seen yet any significant reports about the Bulls engaged in trade talks with the Pacers or any other team out there. Um, There are some things that the Bulls can do. And what we do know about this front office already, when they see something they like, they are aggressive in pursuing it, whether it was the sign and trades, whether it's the coach that they wanted. AK and Eversley, if they want something, they will do their darndest to make it happen. So my guess is if a deal doesn't come or maybe if it's just some kind of minor buyout thing, you know, uh, Tristan Thompson is a name that's out there. If, you know, if you can't swing Turner's a bonus that maybe is a potential buyout candidate on the market, like whatever the Bulls front office is going to do, if they don't make that big swing trade, it's because the right trade wasn't out there. And I believe that. And I think you should, yeah. too. Um, speaking of which, we're going to wrap things up, Dave, with two voicemails. And, and I kind of want to play them back to back because okay. we, we got yet another Bulls fan panicking about the front court. And then we've got one of our our uh, our old reliables offering uh, a little perspective. So first from the five one two, take it away. Hey, Matt. Hey, Dave. Here watching the Cavs game. How much longer are the Bulls? Well, my question is, how much longer are the Bulls going to sit and act like they can run out six, four, six, five guys to play power forward? It's, it's ridiculous. At some point, we have to make a move and get some size on this team. That's what's holding us back. We need someone else with size to help us defend when we play teams like the Bucks. Uh, the Sixers, uh, uh, even the Cavs, they're destroying us. Thank you, guys. Love the show. Take care. Okay. And now quickly following that up, I want to play this voicemail from our guy, Jamal, in the 219. Hey. What's up, man? What's up, Big Dave? It's your boy Jamal back again with another voicemail for you. That was a hell of a loss we took against the um, – Cleveland Cavaliers last night, but you know what? I'm not do- I'm not mad about it. I'm disappointed again. This is thing absolutely would be highlights. I won't go back and watch 100. But I can't be too mad. We didn't learn anything that we didn't already know about this Bulls team. Bulls team. Nobody match up well against uh, play- uh, teams that have a lot of size on the front court, and that's okay. Why? Because in acne, I trust. Now, everybody out there that's concerned about the board's lack of size and everything like that, everyone who's concerned about how we don't have a, a defensive rebounding power board, we need to go trade for Mouse Turner, we need to go get some bonus, all this stuff. In Acme, we trust. This, this front office isn't the previous front office. They've already shown that they are going to make the moves necessary, that they feel are necessary in order to win. We have to trust them. Okay? So whatever move. Look at the moves they made in the past. Every single move they made, even the ones that people question, like Tyler DeMar DeRozan, has came and worked out. So trust that they do see the issues that this Bulls team has, particularly when it comes to things such as scoring depth off the bench, scoring off the bench, because our bench can score one shit, and uh, size on the front court. And that don't mean necessarily that they're going to go out there and make a monster trade. They might not need to trade anybody. They can wait for the buyout. There's so many other ways to make some home-run trade to get you a championship. So, in Acme, I trust we're going to take the tail, wipe it off, and move on to Miami. 
Let's go Bulls. God, I love that. Always nice to hear from you, Jamal. Big Dave, those voicemails came into our inbox consecutively. The first caller watched the Cavs game Wednesday night and then Jamal calling Thursday morning. It was like Jamal just did our job for us. It was so it was like it was like he heard the previous voicemail and was responding directly to it. Um, Again, we understand this concern that Bulls fans have about the lack of size. Guess what? Let's also, you know, acknowledge the reality of the situation that the Bulls are out five or six rotation players right now. You don't want to call Matt Thomas a rotation player. Fine. Now with Derrick Jones Jr., it is legitimately six rotation guys that are out. Mm. Okay. Mm. Hopefully, most of those six will come back sooner than later. And despite this team's lack of size that is so concerning, we're 17 and nine and a half game out of first. And <laughs> I, like I, maybe some Bulls fans like look at a, a certain glimpse of a game or or this or that or just see the size on paper and think it's a huge problem. Let me tell you what happened in the Cavs loss on Wednesday night, Big Dave. Yeah, a lot of people just oh the Cavs team so much size Mobley and Allen and oh we must have just been dominated by the Cavs size. The Bulls outscored the Cavs in the paint forty six to forty. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we we lost the rebounding edge, but only by five, 42-37. We know mm. that rebounding can be an issue, but it's not like they got absolutely demolished on the boards. You know what happened on Wednesday night? The Cavs hit 13 threes and the Bulls made seven. You know what that point differential is? 18. The Bulls also missed a few free throws. They're usually a very strong free throw shooting team. Hello, DeMar DeRozan's absence. The Bulls make a few more free throws and hit more threes, and they don't get blown out. It's a close game against a very good Cavs team that played well at home. And size really wasn't an issue. I think Mm. Bulls fans make it more of an issue than it is because they're looking Mm. for holes on a team that is, thus far, pretty darn impressive. Mm. You know what, Matt? You and Jamal get this right here. You get the Denzel Washington slow clap. That's what you get. (laughs) That was impressive right there, man. Wow. They outscored them in the paint and five rebound difference. And also, Matt, how about Vooch being off? Right. How about Zach Levine being off? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those, those, your two guys who you're depending on the score weren't shooting the ball well at all either. Yeah, that's that's going to be a reason why you lose the game. Chill, Bulls fans. You can't live and die on every single game. It's, it's not the way to do it, man. I'm telling you, you must trust an AK and Mark Eversley, as Maul wonderfully put it. You got to have your trust. Did you not hear me on here yelling and screaming? I know my man Will, too, heard me on here yelling and screaming about AK and me and you letting them cook and you having trust in them. You must trust what they're doing. You don't think they they look at this, they can't see what's going on? You don't think they're watching this and like, oh, no, we good. Or, or no, I don't know what's happening with this team. Oh, uh, you know, hey, anybody tell me, is Lonzo good? Anybody? Is he all right? You know, DeMar, how's he doing? They know what's going on with their team they understand what they need and what they're lacking just because they move make the move when you want to make the move after every single loss doesn't mean they don't have one in the works or doesn't mean that they're planning on doing it but they know what they're doing is the point you must trust in them have they not served you just an immaculate nine course meal has your meal been delicious have you not enjoyed it and you sitting there looking at it like too much cheese Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about right here, man? Let them dudes cook this food, man. It is enjoyable. You are being nourished. You are having food that you ain't had in four years. You forgot what it tasted like. 
this is what it tastes like, y'all. This is what fine china looks like. All right. You ain't seen a shrimp fork in a long time. Right. They are hooking you up. Trust in what they're doing. Let them go ahead and run their team because they're giving you a first place team right now, man. Let them have that right here, man. Enjoy what's happening. Let's weather this storm, get through it, and make it out on the other side and get back to the winning ways of the Chicago Bulls in this season. Right. And I do want to add, uh, from the first of that pair of voicemails we just played for you, that caller's not wrong when pointing out certain Eastern Conference teams that present these matchup problems for the Bulls, whether it's That's Embiid and the Sixers, who the Bulls That's lost to twice, whether it's you know Giannis's size in Milwaukee, whether it's even this Cavs team that could be a bad matchup in a potential first-round playoff series with the Bulls. Yes, you, you are correct about that. The Bulls also have strengths as a team, and they need to play to the height of their strengths and deal with those matchups as they come. And if they make a trade to address the size, great. If they don't, I'm rolling with it. And I'm believing in this front office that took our team and in less than two years mm. has turned them from a basement dweller to a team nipping at the heels of the one seed in the East, despite mm. all of the injuries, despite all of the games missed from key guys because of COVID. Like, don't be a prisoner of the moment. And a another example of that that I wanted to point out, this happened on Twitter last night. Uh, mm -hmm. And shout out to Ian Mack on Twitter, who always shows us great love. Big fan of the podcast. Ian tweeted during that Cavs game, this could be the game that pushes Acme into a trade for a big. It's a perfect storm kind of setup being shorthanded versus a team that even healthy can exploit our biggest weakness. And he tagged me and, and our pal Fred and, and Fred's co-host, Doug Tonus. Um, and Doug responded to that tweet saying, I don't think you could, I don't think you take a game too seriously when you're missing six guys. And, and I just, you know, did the this right here gif in response to that, because that's exactly yeah. how I feel. Don't be a prisoner of the moment. The Bulls are out five, now six rotational guys, and they played a good Cavs team at home, and they had a bad shooting night, and they lost. I don't think that that game is going to be like, oh, okay, AK and Eversley, time to pick up the phones and start dialing. No. <laughs> You're 17 and nine. Yeah, seriously. And you know what's wild, Matt? Like, say you pick up the phone right now and start dialing, you make these trades. Are, are, are the person you make the trade for, are they bringing five other players with them? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you're still going to be short. All right? You're still going to be short of depth on your team because COVID is happening, guys. Go through it. All right? That's all we can do right now is just go through it and deal with it, man. And the players that they're gonna start coming back as soon as um next week, especially you know what I'm saying, might even be this weekend, depending. We'll see. But just relax, guys. Go through it. And that's right. The point that first caller made, you know, you're right. It was a logical observation. You're right. We understand, we all know what the bulls are lacking, and you're correct in that assessment, but you don't have to panic and make the move after every single loss. You know what I'm saying? It feels like after every single loss, Matt that it comes to this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we got to trade this guy. We're never losing with Vucic's cold. No, got to sit him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He can't play. He can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Zach Levine got off to that cold start because his finger. I don't know. I don't know about Zach. I don't think that's going to work out here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, caref Careful, Dave. You almost fell into oh, the Bulls fan voice. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, my bad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Will, too. Will, I'm never going to disappoint you again. I'm sorry. I don't know. 
Y'all got to relax, man. Just chill out. It's okay, guys. We all love this team. We all love the Chicago Bulls. But we got to have more faith and trust in the front office and what they're doing. Let them do their thing. They're going to keep bringing us wonderful things. Have they brought us something we haven't liked yet? Seriously. Have they brought something you just like, you know what? I hate this. <laughs> like, like, I haven't seen it. I haven't felt it. And I'm talking about on anything, even all the way down to the white jerseys. They brought you nothing that said, you know what, I hate this. You know what I'm saying? They have they have listened to the fans. Yeah. They have listened to basketball people. They have done their thing and their due diligence, y'all. And they are providing us with a wonderful brand of basketball and a wonderful experience at that United Center. Let's keep going, man. Let's just keep going, guys. Weather the storm. Let's keep going. Speaking of which, I think that's the other reason the Bulls got beat on Wednesday in Cleveland. Did you notice they wore their home whites oh, because I, Cleveland you know, was wearing their reds? You know I noticed that, Matt. Immediately, I said, oh, I don't like this. Immediately, don't like it oh, I hate it. Don't like it. Nope. My brain has already switched back because home white is the correct way to wear your jerseys. But because true. home team gets to choose and the Cavs were wearing red, Bulls had to wear their whites. Between that and the shooting, that's why they lost. It's not like, oh, we don't have power forward. Whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, you guys. It's going to be okay. Deep breaths. Deep breaths, everybody. All right, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for calling in. We appreciate you guys. We love interacting with you. Um, if you want to be a part of the show here on these text and or voicemail episodes, hit us up on that text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. You can also hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. Dave is at BAL, B-A-W-L Sports. We are at Locked on Bulls. The week. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully, we're back on Monday talking about a Bulls win over the Miami Heat. We owe them one after they beat us earlier this season. For Big Dave, I'm Matt saying thanks as always for listening, Bulls Nation. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. See Red be good. Peace out.